So you told the sheriff that you were walking to Nebraska? That's right. To get my million dollars. What million dollars? We are now authorized to pay one million dollars to Woodrow T. Grant of Billings, Montana. Let me see that. And your mother won't take me. Mega sweepstakes marketing. Dad, this is a total come on. It's, it's one of the oldest gimmicks in the book. I didn't even know they still did it anymore. Well, I can't say it if it's not true. They're just trying to sell you magazines. This says I won. So mail it in. I'll help you. I'm not trusting the mail with a million dollars. Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. January Comedies. This comedy is a dark comedy starring an actor who was told early on by his acting teacher, Lee Strasberg, that he would not peak until later in life. He's been in so many films, most notably Coming Home. Mm, he's been on television. Let's, let's, just, let's just run through his resume. Coming Home. Silent Running, The King of Marvin Gardens, The Cowboys, Posse, Family Plot, Black Sunday, Tattoo, Monster, The Hateful Eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Artist's Wife. I'm talking about Bruce Stern. Bruce Stern and his 2013 Oscar-nominated Nebraska. Nebraska, directed by Alexander Payne. My God. This is a this is a funny cast. You're gonna get a taste of them. Bruce Stern, Will Forte, June Squid, Stacy Keach, Bob Odenkirk. Oh yeah. It was successful. Box office 27 million, but you know what? The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, it's not about box office. Yeah. It was the final project of Paramount Vantage before it closed in 2013. This movie is hilarious. And it basically is Woody Grant, who lives in Billings, Montana. And he's been told by sweepstakes that he won a million dollars. And so he wants to go to Nebraska to go pick it up. And his son is, you know, beside himself. The the law enforcement has picked him up because they think he is a drunk and he's wandering. You know, um, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. There's so many moments. The film was shot in black and white. Ah, the film's lighting was designed to accommodate black and white screening and was converted from color to black and white in post-production because Payne said he wanted to produce an iconic archetypal look. Ah. This movie is hilarious. Um, it went on to, well, some interesting accolades. You know, 
If it were up to me, I would have given the Oscar to Bruce Dern. Nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Original Screenplay, Best Cinematography. Beautiful cinematography. Nebraska. Let's let's give you a taste of this, folks. You know, Bruce Dern. This is this is as good as it's. This is a great performance. I don't think he's ever given anything better than this. And Will Forte, you know, I, I think we all we all know uh, Will from you know, of course, you know, what's that one? That movie and then uh, SNL. What what a what a hilarious. This is, oh my goodness, this movie. Let's see. Oh, we can't play the music. Shoot, we can't. Hey, everybody. I hate when they put it in the trailer and it's like, you know, if we can. Uh, by the way, I would be remiss if I don't wish my cousin a very happy birthday. I always say unpleasant dreams for her at the end because she loves the show. You know, we're very close. We both love Downtown Abbey. Happy birthday. How you doing? Pretty good. Well, that's what I hear. Everybody's saying how Woody Grant's a millionaire. Well, that's the most exciting news around here for ages. That's no big deal. No big deal? Jeez. <laughs> There's a guy living a life for Riley. Million here, a million there. Well, the newspaper's gonna do a big write-up on you. And I'll get my picture in the paper? You bet you will. <laughs> yeah, here's the bus. Okay. Well, good seeing you then. Woody. One million dollars and he's taking the bus. For you and All right. Please, you thought to stop back home and share the big news. Well, thanks, Bernie. Hey, watch your wallet. <laughs> oh my god yeah the movie was in black and white i did no research going into the screen wow cool and i was trying to come up with like some highfalutin reason that it we don't need an interview in here i'm doing the interview <laughs> no see i don't want the theme to play um okay no there's there's some great music in here but we're not gonna play it because i don't want to get in trouble okay so what happens well woody wants that million dollars he is convinced he fucking won it his wife is like i don't i didn't know the son of a bitch wanted to be a millionaire he should have been he should have saved his money and worked for it like the rest of us you know she is just like beside herself over this and his son who is just you know his girlfriend or whatever has moved out and his now his worry is his father his father um you know he is convinced his father has dived into you know dementia into madness and wants to do everything you know at first he is like you know you can't do this it's it's not gonna happen and then he finally says fine if this is if you want to go to Nebraska, let's go to Nebraska. Okay? And so that's what he does. That's what he does. You know, um he he really goes out on the limb for his dad. It, it's it's a touching story. It's hilarious though. It is hilarious. 
I mean, the first time I watched it, there is shit coming out of their mouths. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. It it is it is it, it it's it's a classic. I mean, I'm a little I'm a little tongue tied by it. Um, first, also I want to give a shout out to Jason Almy and Christine Almy, Creatures of the Night, and all of them. Mainly Jason and Christina for giving me that beautiful shout out on your your uh, 2020 episode as we move into 2021. Um, I I'm just in awe. You know, thank you for telling your listeners i almost said viewers but this is podcast world um almost sounds like pool world yeah take a dip um about my show and and what i talk about because you know nebraska came out in 2013 i mean recently i talked about anti-mame that came out in 1958 so i'm really jumping here you know it's like okay these are different eras you know um but nebraska when I heard, first heard about Nebraska, I was just like, okay. And I've seen, I think we've all seen um, many of Alexander Paint. Oh my God, about Schmidt. In fact, June Squid has a very small role because her character, something happens to her. Well, you probably figured it out already by the way I worded it. Oops. Um, in uh, About Schmidt. Um, he also directed Election, Sideways, The Descendants. That's a funny movie. His films are noted for their dark humor and satirical depictions of contem- contemporary American society. Yep, that's true. Mm. Was previously married to Sandra Oh. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. I don't watch. Uh, I don't know what that. It's like some kind of medicine show. Um, not Dr. Quinn. <laughs> you know, when people talk about that show, uh, oh, its name just popped into my head, but I don't want to say it. Um, I just think, well, you know, ER was so much better. <laughs> Let's ask George Clooney about that. In fact, George Clooney was in The Descendants um, along with... Um, well, actually, no. Yeah, it's an Alexander. It's an Alexander Payne production. You know what I mean. So Nebraska is just one of those movies, and I've got some clips in here for you after tonight's show. Well, before the show and after the show, you're gonna. Well, no, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna mix them in. Okay. So we'll be back after these messages. Enjoy the clips of the show. It is a hilarious movie. We're going to talk a little bit about it. And um, June Squid. You know, June Squid recent, a few years ago, played uh, Mima on uh, The Big Bang Theory. If you watch Young Sheldon, Annie Potts plays Mima years later. So, but we're going to talk about June Squid. We're going to talk about the amazing Bruce Dern. Without Bruce Dern and, and, um, Diane Ladd, you don't have Laura Dern. Okay, you don't. You just don't. So, we'll be back after these clips of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast tonight. We're talking about Nebraska. Thank you. You both look like hell. 
I'm fine. I tell you are. You look like an old drunk. You're lucky you're not dead. I have been drinking. That's what you said on our first date. And you, have you gone bananas? Almost getting your father killed over some cockamamie pot of gold? Please. Well, look, go easy on the guy, okay? I mean, you and I both know that this is not about the money. It's about, you know, how much longer is he going to be around, at least semi-coherently? And what's the harm in letting him have his little fantasy for just a couple more days? You and Ross always fretting over your father. What about me? What about taking me out to see my sister in Eau Claire? Your father doesn't even know what the hell's going on around him half the time, do you, Woody? Do I what? Know what's going on around you. You watch it, or that's what you're going to turn into. Now, take me out to the cemetery. I want to pay my respects. Well, Martha said she'd have lunch ready. Martha can wait. Mom. Car's over there. Here's Woody's mother, Sarah. She hated me. She wanted me to marry someone who milked the cows. I said, I ain't fiddling with no cow titties. I'm a city girl. The good Lord did not do Sarah any favors in the looks department. More a man's face than a woman's, really. How'd she die? Saw herself in the mirror one day. <laughs> no. Cancer. <laughs> and there's the old sweet tough. Good man, your grandpa. Never said much. That farm just ruined him. You're lucky I took you away from there. And there's Woody's brother, David. You were named after him. He died of scarlet fever when he was only two. Woody slept in the same bed with him and never got it. There's Woody's little sister, Rose. She was only 19 when she was killed in a car wreck near Wassa. What a whore. Mom. No, I like Rose, but my God, she was a slut. Come on. Now, I'm just telling you the truth. She was screwing guys in the back of Hawthorne Creamery when she was only 15. Come on, Mom. Jesus. Where's your family? Oh, they're over in the Catholic cemetery. Catholics wouldn't be caught dead around all these damn Lutherans. Here's Delmer, Woody's cousin. He was a drunk. One time we were wrestling and he felt me up. Grabbed a handful of boob, and Woody was right there and didn't have a clue, did you, Woody? Jesus, Mom. Well, my goodness. I didn't know Keith White was here. When did he die? Keith White. 
He wanted in my pants too, but he was so boring. See what you could have had, Keith, if you hadn't talked about weed all the time? <laughs> oh, Peggy Hunsucker is pregnant. Peggy got knocked up again? Yeah. At her age? <laughs> that old cow must be 50. <laughs> she just looks 50. That's what pig farming will do to you. <laughs> Here's a taste of June squid in Nebraska. Hilarious. Oh my God. There's Woody's mother, Sarah. <laughs> she hated me. She wanted me to marry someone who milked the cows. I said, I ain't fiddling with no cow titties. I'm a city girl. <laughs> the good Lord did not do Sarah any favors in the looks department. <laughs> More a man's face than a woman's, really. <laughs> How'd she die? Saw herself in the mirror one day. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my God! It's in the. Sh you're gonna. You're gonna hear the rest of it. That's just a taste of her brilliance. You know, June Squid. That was her first Oscar nomination. She'd been working a long time in stage and TV and films, you know, and she got nominated. She didn't win. You know, sometimes I think, yeah, just get nominated is, is part of it. You know what I mean? And oh, this is a good one. Dad, just let me sip this beer. So I guess you kept up that fine family tradition with Ross and me. <laughs> You liked it, as I recall. I was like six. <laughs> a sip of beer ain't gonna kill you when you're six years old. I thought you drank. Come on. Have a beer with your old man. Be somebody. I've been trying to give it up. What for? I mean, it was starting to... It just wasn't helping. Now you're all right. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, can I have a beer too, please? You betcha. I'm going to drink with my dad. <laughs> that's that's their bonding right there. So what happens? This is a road movie. This becomes an adventure because Woody wants that million dollars. So where do they go? They go to visit Woody's family. And, and really... News travels fast in a small town. Um, and, um, you know, that's what happens. That's why, you know, if, if you win the big money, you've you got to watch who you tell. So, let's see here. Look who I found hanging around out front, Ray. Your little brother, Woody. He's in pain. What's up, Woody? He's got to finish. Nothing. How about you? I knew that if I went home and I didn't catch that fish, Not much. I was really going to be upset. Not correct. You have a latrine. Uh, around the corner to your left. You boys remember your cousin David? 
Bart, Lee, Cole, and man, it's been a long time since we all met as kids. Uh, what are you guys up to? Not much. This economy has just tore up Hawthorne, Davy. Things are hard for young men. Yeah, I'm in the home theater and electronics business myself. Uh, it's a rough time, I'll tell you that. Cole here did some jail. Don't bring that up. It's <laughs> lied through her teeth. I will not have that language in my house. Sorry, Mom. Now, Davy, you sit down. You must be starving. I made sandwiches. It's my job to keep him in there. For a skinny boy, that boy's stout. I mean, I was having to put out low. No, That's how long it take you to get here. I don't know. Uh, we got sort of waylaid in Rapid City. That's where Dad had his little accident. But how long total? Um, a couple days, I guess. From Billings? Yeah. How far is that? It's probably about uh, 750 miles. It took you two days to drive 750 miles? Or were you driving a dump truck or something? <laughs> it's a Subaru. Not back. Hell, I drove up from Dallas one time. That's 850 miles. I'd done that in eight hours. That's like over 100 miles an hour. Oh, Bart was moving. Here you go, Davy. Dig in. Thank you. Shit. Two days from Montana. Some bitch must have been driving in reverse. <laughs> oh, Dorothy, would you please open this jar of macadamia nuts for me? You can't get it open? Oh, I didn't try. Ray's foot's been bothering him. Ain't that right, Ray? What are these? Claws? Oh, my God. There are very few words. Can you get that, Dad? I'm a teacher. I grade papers. Yeah. I don't shuck oysters. Uh, Uncle Ray's foot hurts. I'm going I next door to Frida Goodson's. We're having a club meeting. Everything else good, though? Club. Yeah, a bunch of us get together Uncle Ray? and send our pictures into Willard Scott with another Not really. we're 100. <laughs> Kate says they got Ross on the news out there. Says he's doing real good. Yep. Yeah, he's doing great. Good for him. He always was a go-getter, wasn't he? This isn't the French yep. Quarter. <laughs> Two goddamn days from Billings. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, they say you, you grant men are brothers. You grant brothers sure are men of few words. Yeah. No, this is a good one. No, it's got music. I didn't tell you that Noel and I broke up. Noel, you're the girl I've been living with for the past two years. She moved down. You broke up. Maybe I should have asked her to get married. I don't know. I just... I just never felt sure, you know what I mean? Hey, how are you supposed to know when you're sure? Are you sure? Huh? How, how did you and Mom end up getting married? Because uh, you wanted to. And you didn't? I'm not afraid what to have. 
Are you ever sorry you married her? All the time. Could have been worse. Well, you must have been in love. At least at first. Never came up. <laughs> Do you ever talk about having kids? Like how many you wanted and stuff like that? Nope. And why did you have us? Because I like to screw. And your mother's a Catholic, so you figure it out. So you and Mom never actually talked about whether you wanted kids or not? Well, I figured if we kept on screwing, we'd end up with a couple of you. <laughs> did you ever think about leaving her? Well, I'd just end up with somebody else who'd give me shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. Well, I'd say she's put up with your drinking all these years. I don't drink that much. You're an alcoholic. Bullshit. Oh, what do you mean, bullshit? I knew you had a problem when I was eight. I used to watch you hide your booze in the garage. Yeah, you stole it, too. I figured it was you. You cost me a lot of money. Yeah, I poured it out. And I was sick of seeing you drunk all the time. I, I figured it. Well, you'd never catch your brother sneaking around like that. I serve my country. I pay my taxes. I got a right to do whatever the goddamn hell I want. So I guess you do drink. <laughs> a lot. All right. So I drink a lot. God damn it. So what? You do what you want to do, and so do I. You drink too if you're married to your mother. <laughs> it ain't your job to tell me what to do, you little cocksucker. Ooh. That hurt. Didn't it, Will Forte? It's okay. I suck cock too. I understand. <laughs> Dad. Dad. What? Should I take you back to Ray and Martha's? I don't know. There's a beautiful cinematic aspect to this being in black and white and i know those of you who are film buffs would in, uh, would enjoy it and um it just you know yeah i'm gonna be a nerd and say the the cinematography the song that's playing in the background i have no idea who sang it so if they come after me they come after me um but this film you know it's funny it's funny in the sense that okay if you if you were woody and you won a million dollars what do you and you know it's bullshit i think a part of him knows it's bullshit but he likes that his son is spending this time with him that everyone's fretting over him that attention and bruce stern's acting is off the charts in this should have won the oscar he lost the oscar to matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right for dallas buyers club dallas buyers club good movie tough movie to watch you know but bruce stern come on he's you know poor guy thought he won a million dollars you know he was a marathon runner at the time of this movie i don't know about now but um Nebraska is just such a classic comedy. It's hilarious. This is not screwball comedy. This is dark satirical comedy, okay? You got to wait for it. I know some people are like, eh, when is it going to get funny? 
Well, fuck you. It'll get funny eventually. Come on, watch it. Um, I just love this movie. It, it has a kind of tuck in kind of feel to it. You know, nice black and white movie starring Bruce Stern. This is probably Bruce Stern's best performance. And he's been around a long time. You want to ask Lee Strasberg? Let's dig him up, okay? Oh, my God, Nebraska. Will Forte, who should have been nominated for playing. I mean, he, he called his son a cocksucker. You know, uh, that's what. You know, hey, too much, you know, as Loretta Lynn said, don't come home a drinking. Yeah, he came home a drinking, all right. Bob Odenkirk plays the brother who is, I guess, a TV, um, you know, he's like a news reporter. June Squid as the mother, hilarious mother. And then uh, the late um, uh, Ron Howard, Ron Howard's father, his late father is in this. His father was a character actor. Who knew? Um, there's just so much going on in Nebraska. It is hilarious. I love this movie. Comedy January, January comedies. Okay. You're going to watch this film and you're just going to go, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's that good, you know, and that's the way the Academy crumbles. You know, they never they never give it to comedies. They just, wow, they just want, you know, the the status quo to have what they have. And yeah. That's a clip of Bruce Stern. We got to play it because that man is iconic. You know, he's iconic. Here we go. Oh, we already played that clip. <laughs> we already, oops. Uh-oh, maybe I'm starting to drink what Woody's drinking. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. I can't drink anymore. Um, yeah, this is, this is such a great comedy. Beautifully photographed. Bruce, this is Bruce Dern at his best, you know, for him to have this moment late in life. It is truly amazing. And then we'll check out Will Forte playing his son, you know. Um, yeah. Everyone is at the top of their game in this movie. And those cars will run forever. Whatever happened to it? Stopped running. Well, they'll do that. <laughs> they'll do that. See, they are a family of very few words. Okay. You know, you look at the two twins who are giving him shit, David, for it took him how long to, you know, drive. Yeah. What's it like being a millionaire, Woody? It's okay. A million dollars. Can you beat that? <laughs> <laughs> they just all kind of look at each other. Yeah. What do you think, old man? Looks about the same. That's true. 
This is about how your mother kept it. Yeah, and, and you know, we've heard what she had to say about her mother-in-law. Nothing nice. Yeah, oh, this is a good one. Sucker is pregnant. Peggy got knocked up again at her age. That old cow must be 50. <laughs> That's what pig farming will do to you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Barton, we, we can drive you. Sure. We can get you to Lincoln in an hour. Lincoln's over 200 miles. Okay, hour and a half. How long would it take you? Ooh, see, they're still they're still giving him shit. They're giving him shit because it took him, you know, so long. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you gotta feel for him. This is uh, this is a movie that I think. Uh, there's so much going on and uh yeah oh here come the vultures remember when they came up to visit when we were kids and he'd take a chair out in the front yard every evening to watch the road oh yeah hi david hi ross it sure is good to see you boys again you know we just can't let this much time pass again yeah Thanks, Aunt Patty. It's great seeing you again, too. But you know, there is something, and it's kind of hard to bring up. Uh-oh. We feel it deserves mention. They want money. What's that? Well. Well, you may not know it, but uh, Woody always had a lot of money problems. And the family would help him out from time to time. So in light of his good fortune, well, we thought your family might want to make things right been hearing that a lot lately you know Coles and my folks would never say nothing if it was just for them but they're gonna need in on this deal too <laughs> are you saying you want money from us well we just figured seeing as how you know the family took care of Woody and all and kept him on his feet Vern and I loaned Woody quite a bit it wasn't like we was rich but he was my brother-in-law and we couldn't stand to see the family suffer <clears throat> look Aunt Betty guys hey for real Honestly, right? Woody didn't win anything. This is a total sham. You're a damn liar. Feed us into your bullshit, Ross. Well, you want to go? Let's do it. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, hey, watch my face, okay? I'm on TV. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Aunt Betty and her henchmen here are asking for reparations. For what? They're after Dad's winnings, right? They say we owe them money. See? There is money. Owe oh, them money. What on earth are you talking about, Betty? Now, Kate, you know we helped you and Woody out when he was drinking up everything he earned. You know as well as I do it was the other way around. You were always having him work on your cars for free, getting free gas. And Kate, we're not asking for much, just a token. I kept records. The money you gave him didn't come close to what you owed. He couldn't say no to anybody, and it ruined him. I think you're having a senior moment here, Kate. Just where'd you think that money come from when you got a bee in your bonnet to move up to Billings and open up that salon? From my folks when they croaked. That 
that's where. Yeah. I don't believe the nerve of you people. Usually a person has to die before the vultures start circling. Calm down, Aunt Katie. We didn't mean nothing by it. We were just doing you a courtesy before we go talk to Woody Direct. Don't you dare think about asking that poor man for money. He ain't poor, he's rich. Even if he was, he wouldn't give you a blessed penny. I'd put my foot down. Maybe it ain't up to you, Aunt Kate. That's enough. You listen real good. You can all just go fuck yourself. Woo! Boys, get your dad. Woo! And that's why we love June Squid. And when mama comes and them vultures, vultures are circling, you motherfuckers better get out of the way. And they got out of the way. Um, yeah. Here's some more. So, Uncle Woody, did you get over and talk to the newspaper yet? Not yet. I sent a kid around to take my picture. I went by the office and gave him the lowdown. What's it like being a millionaire, Woody? It's okay. A million dollars. Can you beat that? <laughs> Let's raise our glass to Kate and Woody here. Not to be a spoil sport, but you you all know this is uh, bull. I mean, Dad didn't win anything. Nice try, Ross. Yeah. We're way beyond that. Ross is right. He didn't. Trying to keep it quiet so everybody don't come around looking for a handout, huh, Kate? That's good thinking. No, that's right. Woody ain't no millionaire yet. We all got to remember that. But come tomorrow, that's a different story. Mm. What's the first thing you're going to do with the money, Woody? The very first thing. Get a truck and a compressor. What the hell are you going to do with the compressor? I needed to paint. Well, are you still working, Woody? No. He just needs to replace the compressor that Ed Pegram stole. Well, why don't you just go down and get it from him while you're in town? <laughs> David, let's go get it. You boys will do no such thing. Get yourself shot for an old piece of garbage. Am I the only sane one in this family? Okay, Mom, fine. But hey, Russ... I was thinking that we could take a drive later and see Dad's old house, the old Grant house. You think it's still there? Dan Conway farms a place, but he never tore it down. Dad. Dad. Leave me alone. It's the last thing I do. I don't care what you people think. Listen to me. You didn't win anything. It's a complete scam. So you got to stop this, okay? I'm running out of time. You didn't have a suitcase. I'm not staying there. Dad, I can't let you go. It's none of your business. Yes, it is. I'm your son. Well, then why don't you take me? You can't just drop everything. Just drop
And we're back. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We're talking about Nebraska. Directed by Alexander Payne. Released in 2013. Bruce Stern, Will Forte, June Squid, Stacey Keach, and Bob Odenkirk. When you put Bob Odenkirk in the movie, you know it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, you know, this this movie is just you kind of you kind of feel for Woody. You kind of feel for him. And there's the O'Hare farm. Yeah. Dad, don't you want to see if he still has your compressor? Oh, no. Oh, they're get. This is going to get good. Oh. They're going to get a, you know, discount on that compressor. Basically, they're going to take it back. What's rightfully theirs. That's what happens. That's Nebraska for you. Bruce Stern, June Squid, Will Forte, Bob Odenkirk, Stacy Keach. Yeah. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. January comedies. And to my cousin, happy birthday. Unpleasant dreams. And remember, if you want to make a really funny meme... You put Bernie Sanders in it wearing mittens and that mask. Good night.